What's up, beautiful people? It's your host, as always, Taj Deshaun. Welcome back to the Thrive After Sports podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. This episode, I just want to give you a little bit of context, as usual, before I dive in. This is an IG Live, an Instagram Live that I did with Dr. Sarah Lepe uh, at Rebranded Athlete and Josh Copeland at Learn to Cope. They have a series. The two of them have teamed up. Every Wednesday, I want to say at 5.30 Pacific time, they go live on Instagram um, for a Life After Sports series. And for the past, I want to say, 15 or 16 weeks or so, it's really been those two. And then they recently started inviting guests on. So I was honored to be one of the first few guests that they've had on there. We had a great conversation. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this episode, but whatever the title is, that's what we talked about. We talked about the ups and downs of life after sports and the transition. And then also, you know me, I'm, I'm really big on this mission of athletes becoming entrepreneurs, or at least considering carving out their own lanes as entrepreneurs and teaming up with other people to become entrepreneurs. And so uh, we definitely touched on entrepreneurship in this uh, in this episode and on my journey and, and all that type of stuff too. Just some of the challenges that we all kept pushing through. So great episode. I uh, want to encourage you to follow them. Check the links in the show notes i'll make sure i have their website information and uh social media handles and all that good stuff down below um just a quick note on the audio quality you guys know me i never claim to be you know the most well-produced podcast but i do uh strive to give you the truth like as a matter of fact right now i'm just recording this intro directly into the voice notes on my phone so <laughs> you know i'm not the guy with the big setup and everything um you know i'm, I'm in a position where i may be right around the corner from hiring a team to help me out with stepping up my social media game and also just uh, improving the quality of the podcast and investing back into that side of things. But uh, as for right now, you guys are just going to have to accept this raw truth in this raw format. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because this episode, the sound quality was a little janky. I did what I, I did my best to try to fix it. Some of you guys who know me a long time, when I when I was in college, I was actually making beats and, um, you know, trying to put some music together. And then I worked in the music industry uh, for a little bit when I came home from college and I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. Ultimately, I decided music wasn't for me and I felt called to do something else. But um, well, I should say this, I wasn't willing to pursue what it takes to, it was more of a hobby than a, than a passion that was gonna keep me um, going after it long-term. So you're like, Taj, why are you bringing this up? What does this have to do with anything? The reason I bring that up is because when I was listening back, you know how Instagram is, um, the quality's not the best. So when I recorded, or when we got the recording of this IG Live, the sound quality was really bad. Um, and I don't think it's anybody's fault. Like we were all wearing headphones or earbuds, but just the quality, maybe having like three people on a live, just the, the audio quality is not the best. And so the reason I brought up all the you know, me making beats is because I still have a little, a little bit of skills in the audio engineering department. So although the quality is not great on this, I did the best that I could. Um, what's really going on is throughout the whole episode, there's like a little fuzz in the background. And also it sounds like a washing machine. Like it sounds like all three of us on this live have a washing machine sitting right next to us on spin cycle. Uh, it's some kind of like signal that was interrupting it. So what I did using my mixing and mastering skills, I went into the audio and tried to take out the bass. So it might sound a little funny. Like it's, you know, all of us sound a little nasally, had to take the bass out a little bit. And also I tried to remove some of the fuzz. Um, and then just to add a little spin on it, I put some reverb. So it kind of sounds like a live event, like we're talking in a hall or something. But uh, just in case you're wondering like, man, this sounds weird. Uh, I did my best I could to at least make it somewhat um, tolerable to listen to. So it shouldn't hurt your ears too much, especially if you're in the car or something like that. But um, anyway, this is another one of those intros where I get to rambling 
and um, five minutes goes by. So I'll, I'll quickly wrap it up. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of your love and support. I appreciate you guys sharing the, the podcast out and uh, leaving ratings and reviews. As I always tell you, you can get a copy of the book, uh, multiple books at TajDeshaun.com. And if you know an athlete or you are an athlete or the coach or the parent of a former athlete who is in need of some transition services, we still do have scholarships available for free one-on-one and group coaching. And if you're someone listening to this and you work in an athletic department, we have some resources available for you too in terms of um, contracting out your graduating seniors for one-on-one and group coaching. So reach out if I can assist with any of that. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I'll see you on the very next episode. Welcome back to the best night of the week. It's life after sports with me, Coach Sarah, and Josh Copeland. And I don't know about you, but I'm really excited for tonight's conversation. We have a very special guest that's going to come and join us here in just a couple of moments. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be an epic conversation tonight. So if you're catching us on the replay, uh, you know, make sure that you share this. And if you're catching us live, make sure you have your questions ready. But I'm going to go ahead and bring up Josh to the stage, and then we will announce special guests that's going to be coming through. Hopefully, you guys have had a good week so far. I can't believe it's Wednesday again. Hey, Josh. What's going on, Sarah? How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing well. Can't I can't wait to get into this conversation. Like, I'm me too. I'm really <laughs> it's been like Christmas morning all day for me. <laughs> Waiting for the countdown for this. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited for Taj to hop on here. It's going to be great. Same here. So um, before we bring him up, our special guest tonight is Taj Deshaun. He is the founder of Thrive After Sports and the vice president of service and support at Self-Publish in 30 Days. And this has definitely been a long time coming, you guys. We've been wanting to have him here joining us live, and tonight is the night. So he's on his way up as we speak. There is the Todd What's up, y'all? The dynamic duo. What's up, guys? Loving it, loving it. How you doing, Taj? I'm doing great. It's been one of those one of those busy days, but all good things happening, so I can't complain. How you guys doing? Yeah, doing good too. We're just saying we've been waiting for this conversation. It's finally the night. <laughs> Likewise, I've become a fan. I can never really catch them live because I'm usually eating dinner around this time. Mm-hmm. But I do watch the recording, so I've become a fan of, of checking you guys out. You guys are you guys are doing some great work. But you already knew that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Taj. Appreciate that. We we like like our loyal fans that we have, and you know we get a pretty good crowd even live. So uh, for the, once again, for you guys that are just joining us, as always, if you have questions or comments, there's that question bubble that you'll see below. And if you want to contribute to the conversation, please feel free to do so. But basically, tonight you guys are like a fly on the wall, which is what I love about these conversations. And this is uh, Taj. You are our second guest that we've ever had on here. I know we've been waiting to have you on here, but. Um, you know, just getting ready to start with, with the conversation for tonight. So we are talking about the journey tonight. So we've talked a lot about vision, goal setting, having a plan. Those have been the conversations, the topic Josh and I have uh, really tapped into in the last couple of weeks. But tonight in particular is talking about the journey because I think this is a step that a lot of people kind of trip over because it's usually, okay, I want to do this and I want to get to this end point, but we really don't take the time to 
process what the journey is and really enjoy the ride because sometimes it's it's not very enjoyable but really if you look at what's going on in the process I think there's a lot of beauty that can be discovered from it so yeah I definitely want to you know start the topic tonight with that so let's kind of think about you know even when you're playing as an athlete and even into the businesses that you do now because everybody you know has a business and, and by the way Taj why don't you tell um, everybody a little bit, a bit about what you do with Thrive After Sports before we get started here too. Yeah I'll try to keep it brief otherwise I might take up the whole 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thrive After Sports is a coaching program that I started in 2018 so I help athletes one-on-one um, and group coaching and um, it's also become a podcast and a book and I'm going into schools and speaking so uh, really, the whole goal, just like what you guys do, is to help athletes transition powerfully into the next stages of their lives. So that's what I'm doing with Thrive After Sports, and I know we'll get into it, but it definitely has been a journey and uh, a lot of ups and downs, as I'm sure you guys can relate to, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we've, Josh and I have talked a lot about our journey and process, and I think that's what's so cool is, like, all of us, even though we were on different paths, you know, with our within our journey, there's so many similarities, especially having that athlete background. You know, that yeah. we can definitely relate to. So, yeah, so let's talk a little bit. And, you know, and feel free, Taj, like, you know, this it's definitely, you know, anybody can chime in. There's no, <laughs> you know, designated um, series that we're going through with this. But, you know, let's just talk about first, like, your journey from being that athlete, that D1 athlete, because we all play D1 sports, to how you got to where you were now. And a little bit about, you know, what was it? Did you, did you have something particularly in mind that you knew you wanted to, to accomplish what was your process transitioning out? And let's talk a little bit about the journey. So anybody that wants to start with that one. Yeah. I'll go ahead, Josh. Okay. It's you. It's you. Go ahead. I guess I get guest privileges. For me, like, just for being an athlete, just to, to your point, Sarah, I had no clue. Just like, you know, I know that's something that we all talk about. So in terms of what I wanted to do, I was just like, okay, I need to get some money. You know, that was my only focus at the time. And, you know, what I always talk about is that, you know, of course, we all have bills to pay and things we need to do. And I always encourage, I always tell people, specifically athletes, just do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Um, but for me, the thing was, you know, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I was just doing what I had to do for a long time. But, you know, and I know this is something that we all talk about with athletes. That's why we're even here is that if you figure out what you actually want to do and more importantly, how you can serve. That's the most important thing. It's not just about what you want to do, but what are you good at and how can you serve other people? And I say that because, you know, some people that might say, well, I want to be a rapper. You know, I'm not telling you to give up on your dreams, but if nobody wants to buy your music or come see a show, I know I'm hurting somebody's feelings right now. But, you know, <laughs> just because you want to do it doesn't mean that that's what's something that people are willing to pay for. That's why you're here on this earth. Not that you can't do that, but you have to find that thing that lights you up and that inspires other people. So, my journey was rough after football, and it took me a lot of time to figure out that this is actually what I wanted to do. But then again, if I didn't go through those hard times, I wouldn't have realized I wanted to help other athletes get through some of those things that we all went through. So, Yeah, we had a question that popped up, too. Like, what's the, what process do you have for discovering one's calling? So did you go through a process with that, Taj? For me personally, it was a lot of trial and error. But um, something I can just recommend off the top of my head is if you're feeling like you don't know what your calling is, just number one, ask the people around you. Just kind of um, I always recommend like asking parents or close friends or maybe a significant other. Um, what are some ways that they see you serving in the world? Like 
what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and what are some ways that they envision you serving? And you can kind of take those different things from the people who know you best, and then you can start to look at different routes you can go, not just career-wise, but what you want to do with your life. I would say that we, we're fortunate to be living through this time where you could customize your life, you know? And a, another thing is that start to look at people who you admire, like whether you know them personally or, you know, celebrities, um, look at people who do things for a living or just like you might look at someone and be like you know what i like the way that that guy is with people i like the way that woman is with people um i like the way they carry themselves i like what people say about this person and i want to be someone like that and so you can start to take bits and pieces like we're all of a collection of things that we're inspired by you know all of us sitting here today we are who we are today because we learned from people took the good with the bad you know uh ate the meat threw away the bones and we're just trying to become more of ourselves every single day so that's just some quick advice on that. Yeah, and I think we're we're living in such a time where, like, social media, for example, like both of you guys, you know, we we have connected on here. You know, Taj, you were actually one of the first people like I started following who was in athlete transition. You know, and to to be able to like collaborate with you now and you know run run alongside and you know same with Josh as well too. You guys were <laughs> the first some of the first ones that you know I reached out with, and it just goes to show you like there's there's such power in being able to have these resources now to really tap into, you know, what are the things that I do like to do? Who, who am I inspired by? Because I think that that's something to really hold, especially with your, your goals is to have somebody modeling things that you want to do and what you want to amount to. And if you don't have that, you know, you kind of get lost in the process without really surrounding yourself with the people who are like-minded. And I think that's, kind of what happens in the transition as well too like as as we're leaving our teammates in that close niche group that we've been with we're all like-minded we're trying to find ourselves in life after sports and surround ourselves with people who are like us but it's hard to do it's hard to do because you know they're not within our communities necessarily but we have virtual communities like this now and that's and i know like with thrive after sports i know josh with learn to cope and you know me with rebranded athlete like that's what we're really trying to do is help people not only be associated with others that are like them, but help them along on the journey. And I think that's key too, because you can't go on any journey alone. You got to have that support system and rest stops along the way. And, you know, those people who are going to be your cheerleaders on the side, like if you're doing a marathon, you know, you got people who are, are in the crowd kind of cheering you on as you go, because there's some points. And I think even like for me, you know, starting even this business too, there's been some, some times where it's hard, you know, you're in the middle, middle of the game, you're in the middle of the marathon and you need somebody to like push you or help you or cheer you on and remind you of what your why is and why you got started even in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So, Todd, man, I wanted, I wanted to ask you, man, I got some questions I'm going to ask you because I, I love what you do, man. It's the first time we really get to, like, you know, really sit down and, and chop it up for a second, man. But when you talk about, you know, doing what you have to do until you, you're able to do what you want to do. When did that moment click for you that you figured out, okay, this is what I want to do, and then I'm going to jump into it, right? Because I know, and I have some further, some follow-up questions, but, like, when was that moment that you realized, okay, I want to help, I want to serve, I want to help athletes, um, and then how did you get started? Just Did you just look at, kind of say, forget it, I'm just going to do it, or was there a process to it? 
Man, I'm glad you asked that question. I thought you were going to ask me, uh, why did we lose so bad with, when Stony Brook played Buffalo and you guys whooped up? <laughs> no, I, was, I thought that's where you were going with that. I no, no, no. I, I was going to leave that one out. But okay. <laughs> well, it seemed like a setup. I was like, all right. Yeah, no, I, was, I wasn't going to set you. I wasn't going to set you. I was only a sophomore, man. It was only so much I could do. But uh, yeah. Y'all were solid, though. Y'all were solid. Sidebar, but y'all were really solid. Yeah, sorry. Sidebar, man. Um, <laughs> But yeah, okay, so the moment for me was, it was two things, and I always tell people, I like to be transparent with this, like, I always tell people the reason I started doing this is 50% selfish and 50% selfless. I did it because I felt that I was called to be doing more in life, and I knew, for me personally, I'm not saying this is the case for everybody, well, obviously it is for all of us here, but for me personally, I knew just sitting at a corporate job and just collecting a paycheck every two weeks and, you know, retire at... 60 and get the gold watch i knew that wasn't going to work for me early on but i struggled to find a way to get out of it and i thought about doing all kind of stuff like um being a personal trainer or doing network marketing i was like anything that's going to take me out of the nine to five lifestyle and i'm glad i'm glad that i didn't go any of those routes because it wasn't until this was revealed to me you know it was like 2017 going into 2018 had a lot of guys that i played with at stony brook actually and even some guys i grew up with in high school um I had a good job. I was making good money. And so I had people reaching out to me like, Taj, how are you doing this, man? Like, I'm, I'm still struggling to find my way. And I'm like, let me actually do some research around what's available for former athletes. And, of course, it's much better now. But, man, 2017, there might yeah. be an article. There's like a, I remember seeing this blog on the NCAA website that was just like, this is how you prepare for a job interview, you know? And that's, yes. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's better than nothing, but still it doesn't address the underlying issues that we all talk about today. And so at that point I was like, all right, I'm going to get serious, put together some curriculum. And uh, I took that leap and, and just decided to dive into it full speed. I didn't know anything about business. Not that I have it all figured out today, but just went completely broke. Uh, I ended up having to move back in with my parents. I'm thankful to them for letting me move back in because they believed in me at that time. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things where that, back to your original question, the reason I knew I was serious about it is because I was willing to go through all that. I was willing to move back in with my parents for, it was almost two years, man. So, um, like, I just moved back out two years ago, and I'm almost 30 now. So, like, to be in my late 20s, you know, I'm 30, almost 31, but to be living at home in my late 20s, um, pursuing this, I knew that it was serious. Matter of fact, last thing, and then I'll, and then I'll stop hogging the mic. No, you're good. A week after I moved back in with my parents, uh, when I first started Thrive After Sports in twenty in twenty eighteen, a week after I moved back in, I was on a coaching call with the athlete that I was working with for free before any of the universities were paying money for any of this type of work. Coaching this guy for free, and I get a knock on my door. And my dad says, "Taj, they're taking your car." So I got my car repossessed, and I go outside, and they're taking my car away, and I'm watching them drive off with my car. And I remember thinking to myself, like, man, this is going to make for a great story one day. And I went back in the house and did the coaching call, finished up the coaching call. So that's when I knew I was serious about it. Right. I, I absolutely love that because I think that that's so true. If you're willing to sacrifice it all, then that's when you know you're, it's, it's what you're meant to. And then your, your perspective change on it, right? Like most people would have probably chased a dude down the street, tried to get him at a stoplight, you know what I'm saying? Like get the car. And he was just like, you know what? It's going to be a funny story about five years where I'm making all this money and I bought a new car. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to tell it on the podcast. Oh, man. Like, so, <laughs> so it changes your perspective. So I love that. But I know you talked about, man, and, and I want to get into like, 
why what was your mindset and how did you push through because that, that's humbling that's embarrassing you know what i mean like you left a job when you're making money and then you had to move back in and you also said that like one time like your wife was or you, she your wife now she was paying almost yeah. almost okay your fiance at the time when y'all dating she was paying for your rent and i know just as Side, as like a man that that does something to you right because we're taught we're ta- you have to provide so when you had to take the back seat to chase your dreams kudos to her because that's that's very very that's a very strong person to see that in you and to be willing to do that but like what was your mindset and how did you push through all that stuff with getting your car repo not having money moving back in with your parents at to see the, the vision down the road man i think the first thing is that I knew that because this was something that was needed, just, you know, that athletes needed this because I have been through it personally. I mean, that's why we all do what we do, right? Because we've been through it personally, so we know that this is a need, and that makes us qualified to help others because we've been through it. So I'm like, okay, despite all this that's going on, that doesn't change the fact that people need this. And I know the longer I stick with it and the better I get at it, the better I get at it and the more I find ways to serve, only good things can happen. You know, and for anybody who's listening right now, like whether you're religious or not, like it is, it really doesn't matter what you believe in. I think at some point you have to acknowledge that there's always something going on that's bigger than us. And so if you can just trust whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, if you can just trust that thing and, and make sure you're living in a way that is, you know, if you always had somebody watching you and you live in a way that's pleasing, not that I'm perfect, but, you know, I try every day to, to lean into that, that higher, that higher being. Uh, and I feel like if you believe in whatever God or source or the universe has in store for you and you stay consistent with what you feel called to do, despite the obstacles, like, I think those obstacles are tests. And I think that's what you're really getting at. I think that's, that's what your question is about, Josh. Like, yeah, those are tests. And you pass the test by continuing to push through. Now, sometimes I feel like sometimes at the end of the day, you might have to give up on something. And I think if you know, like, that's a real conversation you have to have with yourself. Am I giving up on this because it's too hard? Or do I really feel like it's time to let this go and move on to something else, you know? That's powerful. It's kind of like the question that came in too right now. Um, what do you tell someone on their journey whose confidence has been rocked? How to regain their positive confidence? And should they change direction or stay on the same path that they begin that they began their journey? Yeah, it's, it's I you know, kind of what you said too. It's one of those things where... I think that's where you have to do a lot of inner work, right? And and really trust, you know, what it is that you're going for. And if it's something you truly believe in, like you, you did, Taj, you know, seeing seeing it to, you know, come to fruition and come to life, like you're going to be willing to take the sacrifices, taking, you know, the car that's repossessed, you know, investments, whatever it's going to be to get there and know that in the end it's going to make an impact. And when it's something that's bigger than you, I think that's when that really drives you to continue on the journey that you have. And yeah, maybe there's other things that you kind of do along the way to kind of help you with that journey in particular. But when you have that why dangling in front of you, like the carrot, you know, I think that's, that's, that's what keeps motivating us to keep going forward. (laughs) No doubt. I love what you said too, about um, just how you, it's almost like, I don't know if the person who asked that question was an athlete or not, but I'm going to assume they are about their confidence being rocked. But even if that person isn't an athlete, like, of course, we got to tie it back into athletics, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like there are times when you were playing that your confidence got rocked. I'm going to bring it back to 
when uh, Josh's team was was whooping up on my team. I got beat on a couple plays, but it is okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. I got to do it, man. <laughs> I got to do it. Um, at the end of the day, like, when we were all competing athletically, like, you know, your confidence gets rocks if you get scored on no matter what point you play or you, you know, you miss a shot or whatever the case may be. But that doesn't stop you from playing the next game or showing up to practice the next day. So I just feel like if you take the same approach in life, which is why this mindset that we all share is bigger than athletes. Yes, we're all athletes, but just to the everyday people, if you can adopt the mindset of an athlete, of a competitor and be like, okay, you know, I'm not where I want to be right now or I got rocked by life but I'm going to get back up and play the next play. And it sounds cliche and it might sound cheesy to some people, but if you really apply that, like don't just hear it and be like, yeah, I've heard that before. But if you actually apply it and every time you get knocked down, you get back up, then you'll find yourself in a great spot in life. So, Yeah, I, I love that, man. And and I, I just to add, I would say, you know, a lot of times we get our confidence, we get frustrated because it seems like we're doing a lot of work and we're not making progress, right? It seems like we're the journey is like stopped, we're not moving, but you really are. Um, and there's two things. I, I there's I think it's a book. It's called God, When God Winks, and it's about this small things around the, your journey that thing like things happen. And he shows you that it's the right way to go. Right. There, there's certain things along the journey that just may be small things that and I I, I, I want to say it's a book, but I'll be sure on that. Um, but it's 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 about the process. It's about the journey. So when you have those small things happen, it's just a little wink to say, keep going. Right. And that, that builds your confidence. And then the last thing I'll say, just because you you haven't done it doesn't mean you can't do it. Mm. Right, and, and I think that that's where we get confused on is, okay, it hasn't been done yet. Oh, I can't do it at all. No, you can. Sometimes it just takes a little longer. And then the final thing is don't compare your timeline to somebody else's timeline. Yeah. Right. That, that, that'll be the thing. Cause yeah. I, a lot of times we get caught up. Okay. This person's younger than me. This person just started and he's moving faster than me or this person, she's making way more money than I am. Well, it's, that's their journey, right? That's their timeline for things. You have your own timeline. So if, we, if you start comparing your timeline to other people's timeline, there's always going to be somebody doing better than you. And a lot of times we always look at the people doing better because we want inspiration. So when you're constantly looking at somebody doing better than you and you're comparing their timeline to yours, you're always going to fall short. You're always going to feel like you're not doing enough. Right. So I think that that I think that have that mindset and just stay true to you and embrace the journey. That's all I would say. Yeah, I love that too, Josh. And, you know, taking us taking a step back. And I think sometimes even for me, like I forget to pause and see just how far I've come, like look over your shoulder, you know, even though like small progress, even if it's 10 minutes a day, like when I was still a school principal trying to build this business on the side, it was, you know, small little games that amounted to greatness in the end and where I could finally say like, hey, I'm ready to leave my corporate job to, you know, pursue this, but it didn't start overnight. And I think that's where a lot of people get caught up and they're like, man, look at all these people having all this success. And they think it started, you know, just yesterday, but it's actually, they don't see the, the behind the scenes of what it took to actually get going in that direction. And not only that, but gain the momentum that you need. And I think that momentum is what still carries you when it, when the times do get tough and when you have to make those tough decisions, do I keep going or does the journey stop here? And a lot of times it's when we 
we think we should stop and we take that one more step or that one more rep or that one more it is, that's when you have the breakthrough. And I think for people that, you know, to kind of take that away, it's like, don't give up on something just because it seems hard, you know, one day or two days or three days, whatever it is, you are going to have probably in the beginning more days that aren't as great. But once you finally get over that hill, you're going to have a lot more greatness than what you had even expected. And I know, I know that from you, Taj. I, I actually just listened to uh, your podcast episode from this past week. That's why I had to put it on, <laughs> you know, on the stories. I was just, you know, it struck a nerve with me, just inspiring because, you know, you talked about in there, like, even how far you've come and working with Stony Brook now, you know, the university that you actually went to and being a huge part of that. Like, when you, here's, so here's a question for you. When you first began this journey, was that a vision that you had or was that something that appeared during the course of your journey? It's, it's a little bit of both. I think it's something that definitely appeared. And, you know, that's thanks to, number one, the hard work and the discipline and the consistency like you were just talking mm-hmm. about. And then a lot of great people. I see Darren Palmer, self-publishing 30 days, just going, if it wasn't for him, I, probably, I wouldn't have a book right now. Would I have written a book eventually? Maybe, but I wouldn't have one right now. <laughs> That's a fact. So I think when you talk about like going into speaking at schools and things like that, and you know me, I've shared this with you before, Sarah, I'm an introverted guy. I just like, when I first started, my vision was, I just want to help athletes. I want to be in my room on the phone, coaching them one-on-one. And then that evolved into group coaching. And then I, that evolved into the podcast. And that evolved into running into Darren and self-publishing 30 days and publishing the book. And that evolves into group projects and that evolves into speaking. And so it's one of those things. And maybe I'll use this as a moment to give advice to anybody tuning in. It's like when you start out on your journey, just be open to it's not always going to turn out exactly how you may have planned it. Um, and like you were like you guys were both just saying, not even necessarily in the timing that you expect it to happen either. But sometimes even if it takes longer, it might turn out even greater than you expected. Just just by the people you meet or the things that happen or the doors that open that you weren't even thinking of. So, yeah, that's what I was saying on that. Yeah, I, I love that, man. And, and just for, because you, you talked on this, because uh, I listened to your podcast, it's dope. If y'all, at the nice, end, man. please, because it, it's really, it's, it's nice. You drop a lot of gems in there, man. Um, but you talk about being consistent, and you talk about, and one thing that, that really struck me, you talk about being strategic. Right. You talk about like, you know, you had your book and but it got in the right hands because you were strategic about it. And I want can you talk a little bit about that? And from a business aspect, how important it is it to be strategic with your marketing, your advertising, what you're doing and, and how can people start to be strategic with like networking and stuff? You just brought up such a huge point. I want to I want to start with this, because just a minute ago, Josh, you were talking about uh not comparison yourself, comparing comparing yourself to people, but being inspired by where they're at. Mm-hmm. So I'm the type of person, if I see somebody doing something great, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, they're so much better than me. And right. I, I hope I can get, I'm going to reach out to that person. I want to connect. Like, yes. I want to know straight up, hey, I want to be where you are. Can you help me? Like, I'm mm-hmm. that type of person. So I think that um, if you have that, that mindset when you're being strategic just in business, because all businesses is how, how well can you connect and create situations and and win-win situations with other human beings. That's what it comes down to. So being strategic in business is making the right moves, connecting with the right people, which I've had to learn, you know, um, learn the hard way. I can't do everything by myself. Who can I connect with that's running in a similar direction? Um, 
But me personally, like back to the books, I've always looked at it like I never wanted to get caught up on. I'm just trying to sell a bunch of books. Right. Because all it takes is like I've sold hundreds of copies of books by sending one free book to the right person, letting them know what I want to do. That free book that I sent where most people might be like, I'm not going to send them a free book. It's $20. They got to buy it off my website. <laughs> send them a free book. Next thing you know, they want to order hundreds of copies to share with their athletes. So I just think it comes down to meeting with the right people and, try, and always trying to find win-wins. You know, that, that's the best strategy I can give. Connect with the right people and find win-wins and always look for ways to build together so that it's not one-sided. Like there's something in it for you. There's something in it for me. Everybody's happy and we're, we're doing what we set out to do. All those relationships that's huge <laughs> we're here because the relationships all of us exactly are the relationships we have you know like it's a beautiful thing like i look at what you what, what you two are doing on a weekly basis this isn't something where you guys just like you know you jump on here once in a blue moon you said like once a week at this time we're going to get on here and you know and help people and serve and now you have this like you know imagine a year from now that's like yeah, you'll be at sixty something recordings, seventy something yep. recordings at that point. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, but you know, that's what it starts with. You know, it starts it starts with doing something small like that that amounts to greatness, right? Because you know, we could be doing anything during this time. We could be having dinner. Josh, it's almost bedtime for you. Taj you probably <laughs> had dinner or probably should have had dinner. It's about time for me to make dinner. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know. It's bigger than us. And I think that's what it goes back to, you know, when you have that calling and when you have that fire lit under you, you will do whatever needs to be done to move it forward and move other people forward. And that's what Josh and I agreed on. You know, we're like, hey, let's try this out and see what happens. And, and you know, our, our hope is like at least somebody walks away with at least one nugget. You know, and, I, and there's been tons of nuggets tonight, you guys. So I hope you have a basket full of stuff. Especially this in dropping all these gems and stuff. But, you know, it's like, it's one of those things. And I, and I know all of us can attest to this too. You know, sometimes we hear things or we pop into a room or whatever it is. And we hear that one thing that can be the game changer for somebody's life. And that's, that's what we hope to do here. And it's, yeah, it's. Man, I'm loving this conversation <laughs> tonight. Just, it's crazy. Um, you know, the other thing I was going to mention too in the podcast as well, you know, it, and I believe you titled it Don't Quit, right? Or Don't Give Up, Don't Quit, something like that. And, you know, it just, it just goes to show you like, when was it for you, Taj, that you wanted to quit, but you decided that you needed to continue to push forward? And, and what does it look like now? Like, when you went to the post office and you dropped off all those books, like, how is that now? <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, and you know what's crazy is the stories that, that I shared about having to move back in or get in my car repoed and all that. None of those moments ever made me want to quit. But there are moments when, this may sound crazy, but I, I've honestly never thought about quitting. And I don't say that like, you know, I'm, I'm special or something because I've quit on a lot of things in my life. I never, <laughs> before, I started, before I started Thrive After Sports, I never, I was sharing this with you the other day, Sarah. I never had a job for more than a year. Like, I don't think I say that, maybe a year was the maximum I say to any job just because I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. You know? yeah. And I, I, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't do that because this is the one thing that I could be consistent with in my life aside mm -hmm. from playing football all those years. But, um, I would just say to anybody tuning in, like, you always have to question, 
because th- those thoughts of doubt or wanting to give up as human beings affects all of us. And I think that you always have to question. And I talked about this on the episode. You always have to question why you're wanting to quit or why you're wanting to throw in the towel. And then I think if you really take some time to reflect instead of just being like, oh, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed. I'm frustrated. This isn't working out. I started this business last week. I'm not a millionaire yet. I give up on this. Like, instead of taking that, be like, okay, let me check in with myself. Like you were talking about at the beginning, Sarah. Like, let me check in with myself and be like, why do I actually want to quit? Can I honestly say I've given this my all? Is it time to make a shift? Is it time to make a pivot? I just think those are things you have to ask yourself before, you know, we live in an instant gratification culture where people are quick to give up on things without giving it a fair shot or more importantly, giving themselves a fair shot. And I think all of us on here today, we're here because we bet on ourselves and it's not a one and done. You just, you just don't say I bet on myself. You wake up every day and you bet on yourself every right. single day. Yes. Facts. That's, that's so true. You, you really have to. And, and I love that because you really are. It's like you're putting, you play poker, you're going all in every day, right? You're going all in every single day on yourself, on your dream, on your vision, on what you want to do. Um, and yes, yeah, sometimes you're going to lose. And then somehow, somehow you get a little bit more money and then you go all in again. Right? <laughs> somehow you get a little, somehow it doesn't, it, and it doesn't, and, and that's, and this is the last thing I'll say about this is you don't have to have it all figured out to start. And you don't have to have it all figured out along the way. Some things just happen and you go to your point, Taj, where it may not happen in the the way that you think it should, but it's going to happen in the way that it should. You see what I'm saying? Like, we got to get out of our own way because we have this idea of, oh, I want it to happen this way. And this and this is how it's going to be. And this is what I'm going to think of. And this is and then you start. But you get in your own way sometimes because now you're limiting yourself from all the real possibilities that are out there to get what you need to be done. So a lot of times don't think it should happen this way. Let it organically happen and you'll go a lot further if you're open to that. And I think that that's the athletic mindset is a lot of times we're not, we're not too prideful to like suck at something again. Right. Like, you know I mean? like, like we're, we're not too prideful to be bad at something the first time, because we understand that with our mindset and our ability, we can learn anything. So if we just put the amount, right amount of time in, we can learn it. And I think that that takes us a lot further um, in a lot of places than other people, because we just had to, I'll, I'll start something quick and be like, okay, give me, give me, give me a month and I'll be better than what I was today. Give me two months. I'll be better. And then you just start building that way. So yeah, that's, that's the huge. last thing I'm going to say on that. <laughs> no, that. Were you going to say something? Sarah? No, no, I, no, I saw to... you chime in. Go ahead, Josh. Oh, I just wanted, because you made me think of something, Josh. When you were talking about how you don't have to have it figured out to start. Um, I love what you said, man. Some, And that's something I talk about a lot, too. Like, some people, like us, we, have, we had that mindset going in. Like, okay, we were freshmen at our sport at one time. Or, you know, my first year of Pop Warner, I played football. When I started playing football at 10, I wasn't good. I was scared to hit. And then I became one of the hardest hitters on the team that same year. So in life, sometimes when we're done playing our sport, we look at it like, oh, I don't want to look dumb or I don't want to look bad at this thing. Versus if you can just be like, well, I sucked, like you said, Josh, at other things when I first started them. And then what you said about you don't have to have everything figured out to start, that's a huge gem. Please don't let that go over your head for anybody listening to this. There are so many people, even with like, Um, podcast for example i was talking to a guy i've been telling him for six months he needs to start a podcast he was like well i gotta get i gotta soundproof my walls and get the headphones and get the mics and 
You want to spend $8,000 on the setup before you record it. When yeah. I just recorded a podcast episode of my car the other day, right. on my phone like this and, you know, hundreds of people listen to it. So like at the end of the day, I just had to say that because when you talked about, you don't have to figure it out. I have it all figured out to start, you know, I almost brought out the collection plate. It's real because I, I hear I hear stories like it, and we all and we all have it though. We all had that moment where we're like, man, you know, I'm just gonna go for this, and I'm gonna figure it out as it goes because you have there, there's something that's in you that's calling you, and at a certain point, it's gonna be too big to ignore, right? It's gonna be too big to ignore, and then you're gonna have to be like because for me, like I was at a job and and I. Me and this person, we were we got along great for three years. And then right when it was time for me to, to move and move on, it just got real rocky. And we never had a disagreement. But it was just, okay, we're going to shake things up and you need to go. Right? You see what I'm saying? And sometimes... But it's, it got so big that I couldn't ignore it. And, it, and it, it could be in different facets. But when it's, something's calling you, you, you can't ignore it. And then if you keep ignoring it, God's going to move some stuff out of the way to make sure you can do what you're called to do. Yeah. Start before you're ready. That's exactly what came to mind with me. You know, start before you're ready and just, just do it. And, and I think a lot of times the, the, the path that is meant will show up. You know, we may think it's this path or that path, but the one that's meant to be will actually show up for you and, and things will start to fall in place. And yeah, there's going to be a couple of roadblocks, but I think, that's what we're best at, especially as former athletes. Like we know how to get through challenges and we know how to figure things out and, and be the newbie. You know, if you don't know all the answers, you know, surround yourself with other people who can help you find the way. And I think that's how all of us are here today. <laughs> you know, we exactly. did it because we just started. We didn't know what we were doing, but we figured it out. And, and now it's something that's, that's powerful, you know, coming to life. So man, can you, you guys, it's already been like 35 minutes. <laughs> that's crazy i just looked at what time it was i told you i told you i know i know so you have uh you know you got to go to bed and have dinner and all that kind of stuff yeah. but before we wrap up taj i'd love for you to do a plug in here especially with you yes. know the things you have going for your your uh coaching programs i know you got another book coming out so let's talk about all that right now yeah let me let me start with this i'll just say uh, go to TajDeshaun.com or obviously some people might be listening to the recording. So if you're on IG, just click the links in my bio. But TajDeshaun.com is the hub for everything. So you can get the books there. You can get, you can listen to the podcast there. It has the links to all the different podcasts. Links on Apple and Spotify. And yes, we have some books right now that we're looking for former athletes to sign up for. Um, co-author books, Athletes and Entrepreneur and also Six Figure Athlete is, is closing out on enrollment. The reason behind those books, I always tell people, we're looking to show the next generation of athletes you do not have to be LeBron James or Magic Johnson to become an entrepreneur and to be successful as an entrepreneur. Athletes make great entrepreneurs. You know, we're all proof of that and, and all the people we're affiliated with. And so that's what those books are about. If you want to tell your story, reach out. Um, as far as the coaching, I have I've worked very hard for this over the years to set up sponsorships and scholarships for athletes. So I'm partnered with a few different nonprofits. Um, shout out to Athlete Soul. Shout out to uh, athlete transition services. If you know an athlete who needs some transition services, reach out to me, reach out to Dr. Sarah, reach out to Josh. Um, you have a, That's the great thing about it. What we've created, all of us and, and countless other people we can name, we've created a community and an ecosystem of former athletes who, who are here to catch you and say, we're here to support you and get you through this transition. 
And that didn't exist for any of us. And that's a beautiful thing that we've been able to do that. And we're just getting started. That's what's even more exciting to me. It's still super early. The DJ didn't even show up to the party yet. You know what I mean? Like, it's so early. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, this is a party you guys don't want to miss. You want to be invited to. It's definitely cutting edge with all this. And, you know, it's just, just sitting here reflecting and seeing this vision come to life. You know, you guys, like even Josh, I don't know about you, but when we started this, you know, we we're like, hey, maybe at some point, you know, we'll get some of these guests on here. And <laughs> I think even for me, this vision is, you know, it, it came into fruition to something bigger than what I even thought. You know, so Taj, you know, thank you for being part of this on our journey with us. And, you know, I, I know that there's definitely power in numbers and the movement that we have going here. It's we're all in this together it's not just one of us you know striving for the same goal like we definitely have to all work together and for those of you out there watching even if it's the replay right now you know i hope something gravitated to you tonight that um, any one of us spoke on and in particular taj's story because it's remarkable um i remember when i first crossed it i was like man i gotta connect with this guy like he has just so much that he has done and and because of you taj i'm a first-time author so let's go <laughs> Yeah, it's to be two or three time time there. Yeah. <laughs> three or four, right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah thank you guys for Josh, me. as always, you know, thank you for uh, running on this journey with me. I know we have so much fun every Wednesday, and this is our opportunity to always catch up and talk about exactly what we love talking about. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, no, Sarah, thank you. Like I said, thank you. Every you, you do amazing work. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this. Todd, man, appreciate you. You are. You you are so dope of a person, man, and you are you're so inspirational just with everything you have going on. And so I hope people really go follow you, listen to your podcast because it's really dope. And just just buy his book because I'm about to order some right now. I'm about to order some <laughs> off here. Order yes, because yes, I truly think that you know you 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 can learn from anybody at any stage, right? And so no matter what situation is, you can always pull some gems from somebody and learn from what they got to do and do something a little bit better. So I learned a lot. I took my notes i got paper right here i took a lot of notes high, so hey, me too <laughs> <laughs> yep it's like school wednesday nights <laughs> that's right that's right hey, thank you guys no yeah, problem great i appreciate you having me and let me and let me join the dynamic duo how many <laughs> I'm, I'm so i'm the second guest but how many have you guys done total it's like 15 now maybe no we're actually we just started doing the guest so it's once a month right now is what we're doing until yeah, uh-huh. But we're every week. Yeah, yeah we're okay. every week, but not with the guests. So it's usually just total. Oh, how many have we done in total? Oh, oh man. I think like we're 20. up to like fifteen now. Okay. Yeah, that's what I yeah. 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 That, that's fifteen straight weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, haven't missed one. Even when we had to reschedule, we always made it earlier. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is church, so we will be putting out the collection. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Next time you guys have me, when this is like, you know, when, when this is like a year from now and you got a thousand people watching this live, uh, I'm going to have a prop collection plate. Mark my words. I'm going to bring a collection. I'm going to just hold it up to the screen every time. <laughs> uh, we love it. <laughs> Uh, that's what we like to hear. Oh, man. Well, thank you guys so much. And thank you guys in the audience, you know, for contributing. You guys have great questions and comments tonight. We appreciate you guys showing up. And those of you on the replay, if you guys have any questions and you want to connect with either one of us, send us a DM on Instagram. We'd love to connect with you guys. And once again, we'll be back next week. Josh and I, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 if you're in Josh's time zone on Life After Sports.
Take care, you guys. Have a great night. Thanks, Taj. Bye, Josh. Thank you, guys. Bye. See you, buddy.